0: Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoy Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoy is an apostle, teacher, and a sought after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is a son of Bishop Daguard Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Makaras Church Teshi in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Daguard Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoy. When we'll be leaving here, it won't be long. We'll be going home. Looking forward to it. It won't be long. No, 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 we'll be going home. Count the years as months. Let's do the counting the months as we mm-hmm. count the weeks as days in Eden now we'll be going home count with me count the years as months count the years as months the minds as we mm-hmm. count the weeks as dead any day now we'll be going home looking forward to the day Jesus shall appear Bible says when he appears, we'll be like him. The incorruptible shall take on the corrupt. Hallelujah. We will see our Savior, our Lord Jesus. will come. It will not matter whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, whether you have a husband, whether you don't have a husband, whether you went to school, whether you didn't go to school. It will not matter. The day will come. It will not matter when our Christ shall appear, when our Jesus shall appear. We will be like him. When you think he will not, that day is soon coming. For the Bible says, The day is coming very soon when our Savior shall appear. Hallelujah.
1: Just pray. Just pray for yourself that the word that is preached will be a blessing to you. The Bible says that the word that was preached did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith. Pray for yourself that the word that is preached will be a blessing to you that I will minister to you and that you will change. Pray for your heart that your heart will be soft and softened to receive the word. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together as you take your seat. Are you happy you came to church this morning? Beautiful. Matthew chapter 18. We'll just read a brief scripture. Today I want to share with you about seven groups of people you must forgive. (laughs) Seven groups of people you must forgive. I want to make the message practical. Yes. Verse 26. Okay. Okay. Okay, Matthew 28. I don't know why you you had verse one. Uh Aha. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Verse 29. Sorry, verse 27. Verse 27. Okay, no, verse 29 is okay. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and forgave him do something. He said, Father, forgive me. I'm so sorry. When you feel it, you, know, you knelt down by the bed. Father, please forgive me. I'm sorry. And the Lord moved with compassion because the Lord saw that the spirit is willing, but the flesh was weak, so he forgave. 28. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which also owed him some small money and held him by the throat straight and said, pay me what you owe me. Is it Jesus? I say, are they forgiving me ten thousand talents? You this morning to have forgiven you twenty nine. But his fellow servant also fell down and begged him, saying, Have patience with me; I'll pay you all. The same way he said, Father, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. And he forgave you too. Another person said, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. I don't know what happened. And he held him by the throat. But he won't forgive him. This is where the problem is. This is where the problem is. I'm for look, over the past two weeks I can tell you that I've become a fear. I've been terrified of unforgiveness. As I've studied it to preach it, I have become afraid of it. If fact, last week, I sat down one day and I said, look, let me go through step by step. Everybody who is close to me and let me see whether there's somebody who has hurt me that I have not forgiven. See, you can walk in unforgiveness but be nice to even the person you have not forgiven. I'll give an example. Do you know that when Judas was eating with Jesus, he had, he had already sold him? Has it he occurred to you before that when, when he sat down to eat with uh, Jesus at the table, he had sold him already? That's why from the table, that they went to the garden, they came to catch him. He had sold him already, but he was eating with him. So you can be, you, you can look. Before Absalom killed um, Amnon, the way I, I, at the, end of the party, uh, Amnon was eating the food that Absalom had provided for him, but he had not forgiven him. So me, I sat and I said, "Look, this this thing here is not theoretical. Let me sit down. I took everybody, especially those I'm aware have hurt me before, and I began. Hey, have I forgiven this person? You see, and this is what Bishop called the Lord's prayer test." So I like out to do that quick experiment of the Lord's prayer text. In the Lord's prayer Test, where is "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread." Then you get to this part "and forgive us our trespasses." Then the next verses or the next verse, "as we have also forgiven." Now when you get to the part of "as we have also forgiven," then you pause. Then you put in the name of the person who has offended you. So that let's say if it's Jessalyn and maybe um, she, what did you do to me? (laughs) I called her, no, I called her, she she didn't pay the other one, we have become used to it. Um, I want a real um, someone who has really offended me before. Ah, Renee. (laughs) One day, can, can I say it? Renee blasted me oh yes she started the message by saying i want to be honest with you and i don't know whether yeah i want to be honest with you and i don't know if my being honest has helped me in my life but i want to be honest with you and she sent one of the longest text messages i've ever received step by step rebuking me this thing that you did hey you took, took me to town Everything she was saying was wrong. But she blasted me totally. And then when she finished, then I said, I'm sorry. In fact, when I finished reading it, I said, How, how should I reply? <laughs> in pin, safety pin, in pin, out. I said, I don't mind there. So then I replied with a smiley, tray Smile, smile, smile. And I replied. Then, she is, then instead of seeing that I shouldn't be. Angry with him, she blasted. I can read the text if you want to. The second, the part two, they blasted me again. Part two. Oh no, i read My phones are angry. I'm not. Saying. My phones are in my car. <laughs> yes, she blasted me again. Part two. Then I replied with more smileys. I just got on my there. Then, I thought to myself, I said, you see, this thing you are saying, let me be honest with you. If I also say, I will also be honest with you about you. Huh? The honesty I, about you, I will also present to you. I said, this girl, eh, the way I can be honest. Honesty for honesty. She won't want to see my face again till heaven. If I also decide that, oh, since you are sown honesty, you should also reap honesty. But I looked at the girl, ah, I just, girl, me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how conscious. It is. See, when you cannot walk in forgiveness, you will separate yourself eh, from something you should never be separated and that's why jesus christ said that uh, you see i was shocked when I, I read it he said the person who cannot forgive sack him from the church not the person who offended him he said when somebody offends you first of all go to the no see but i can tell you that first of all if somebody offends you just forgive their person because when we when jesus was offended by his disciples they betrayed him and not where he rose from the dead he didn't ask peter peter you see i told you when the cock crows something said why did you go and betray me you peter can you imagine what was going on in Jesus' mind when peter said i don't know him peter didn't even have the courtesy to say everybody was calling him jesus peter said i don't know him he didn't even say i don't know jesus he said i don't like i don't even know his name jesus should have asked him if i would, at least. We'll discuss that thing. Not that I'm not forgiving you, but, see, but maybe there's an explanation. But Jesus didn't even talk about it. He forgave without even being asked. Same as Peter was not the only person. You know, the Bible said that and all the disciples forsook him. But he never asked them. Right when he met them at the Sea of Tiberias, he rather gave them bread than fish without talking about the betrayal. The first step to forgive it, Somebody has forgiven you. Just forgive the person. That's all. Leave it. But if the thing is boiling in your heart, the Bible says, go and see him privately and discuss it with him. And he said that if he listens to you, I've gained your brother. And I've seen that uh, when you offend someone and you are able to go to him and tell him that, look, there's this thing you did to me that really hurts me the person immediately apologizes and really sees it's wrong and i tell you rather the person respects you more that you were able to confidently come and say that there's this thing that may be sad. it is almost like a sign that my relationship with you is so important to me that i don't want it to get spoiled so your estimation in the person's eyes goes up then the bible says that jesus christ said if you listen to you, go with two or three other people that they can prove that it is true. You went to ask for forgiveness and he didn't mind you. If you also listen to the two or three people, take it before the church. Come to church on a Sunday. eh? And when we finish preaching, put chairs on the stage and say that there's something that Jesus said we should discuss. And then the Bible says at that point, the whole church will say, look, you are right but forgive the person then the then jesus christ said if he cannot listen to the church that says forgive the person sack him from the church not the person who committed the crime the person who could not forgive sack him it's too frightening you see as i look at all pastors who have rebelled and left the church i could see that there's only one word unforgiveness You see, and at the end of the day, they are outside the church. Whether you resign or whether you were sad, you are out. Like the main conclusion is you are out. The method by which you went out is not the problem, but you are out. As bishop's son is dead, some of these six guys who wish they could come and mourn, but they can't come. They announce it in their churches with sadness. Because whether you like it or not, bishop is your father. You cannot say he's not your father. You can change your name, but your father's blood is... When they do a paternity test, it will show. You can even change your... You can even go and bleach like Michael Jackson. Your blood, then yeah, you can't change it. Yes. They are all sad, but they cannot come and mourn. Because of unforgiveness. If it's true, they, they've not even paid your state. If I was shocked. Last week, Sunday, I was talking to a senior government official... Who told me that in their department, I don't want to mention their name, they don't pay sniffs by law. Oh yes. I couldn't believe by yes. A government a department. <laughs> I couldn't believe it though. I was shocked that like, this this thing is not as the end of the world as we think it is she said oh where i where we? we don't pay net." i said what then she explained to me why they don't pay it <laughs> that is that is not so like you are like you die your state has not been paid for one month so you see the person who didn't pay your state for one month is satan 348 cities. see unforgiveness will turn you into like an animal nobody will even and i when the things are explained it will be clear that it's only your emotions last week thursday night one of my dogs beat me i, I mean i couldn't believe it i think i don't know see that dog usually at the back of the house it guards their back so it doesn't see me much i don't see him but i think it escaped so there are two dogs that guard their front when they saw me, they came playing but the other one said, I said, ah, go back. By the time I saw blood scratching, it had beaten me. You see, after I look at this dog and say, You are a dead man by tomorrow morning. <laughs> but if I also don't forgive the dog, do you know the cost of replacing that dog? I said, let me forgive the dog. If dogs are being forgiven, how much more human beings? God beating with blood. Blood coming. If dogs are being forgiven. How, you see. But like I shared last week, the problem of unforgiveness is that you didn't expect that person to hurt you. That, that is the problem of unforgiveness. And I think that that is why Jesus was able to forgive easily because from the day he came into the world, if I, as he was creating us, he said, I'm creating them in sin these guys are sinners as early as genesis chapter 3 the bible said that and god said that the heart of man is continually inclined towards evil yeah. so as jesus came he was expecting evil so when evil came he could forgive so so lastly, i was say that expect evil from people so you can forgive seven groups of people seven 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 groups of people seven uh-huh. so by the way did you put the people's name in the lord's prayer Forgive me as I forgive Pastor Samuel. Do you know? As was, do you know how he has offended me in this my short life? This man sitting here. But do you also know something. By all means, I've also have also offended him, and he has also had to forgive me. Without forgiveness, you can never walk in a long-term relationship. Seven, 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 seven. Um, your yeah, friend saying groups of people you should forgive. Number one, you look, you'll be shocked at the groups. The first person you should let to forgive is God. Many people are offended with God. I pray they didn't answer. You two, how tell, have we asked you for things that anyway? That's not what I'm talking about. You see, the message this, this morning is a very nice message. For every group, I'll, I'll show you people who forgive and people who couldn't forgive so that you see their outcomes and then choose whether unforgiveness is better if we cannot finish today we'll finish next week I was supposed to have traveled next week Sunday but because of the funeral of Dr. David he was male, I've changed my traveling to be at the funeral next week Tuesday and then after I'll travel on yeah. Wednesday so I'll be in church on Sunday <laughs> look if you're clapping clap well eh Before I walk in unforgiveness. (laughs) Number one. God. Jesus was able to forgive God. Job. Was also able to forgive God. John the Baptist. Was not able to forgive God. Matthew 27.45 Jesus said. Which is to say. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Verse uh, 46. He cried with a loud voice. Which is to say, or that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? When you feel forsaken by God, your prayers are not being answered. You've been praying for a husband for years. He has forsaken you. Praying for a job for years. He has forsaken you like he's not hearing your prayer. Pray to him. Cry out to him. For a job. For money. For success. For business. You have prayed. You've told God. God, if by 31st December you don't give me a husband, I'll find my own husband. Oh, we are in July the next year. Cry. Can you forgive or at that point you will yet still go and find your own husband? You cannot forgive God. Look, but um, had I said, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him and praise him. Though he slay me. You know, modern day Christians, we have some new theology of comfort. That like we are God and God is our servant. So what we say is what he should do. Job chapter 1 verse 22. Are you being blessed already by this message? Yes. Jesus had to forgive God for forsaking him on the cross. That's how come today he's king of kings and lord of lords. Job 1 As he was going through his calamity, the Bible says that, and in all this, Job said not. Neither did he charge God foolishly. Some of us behave foolishly towards God. We are fools when it comes to God. We charge God for things he has not done. Isn't it the devil who was attacking Job? You know? Sometimes the way we attribute evil to God is not good. The Bible says that God does not sin and neither can he tempt with sin. Yes. In God is all goodness. Any evil that befalls you is from the devil, not from God. Job chapter 2 verse 10. Today is a nice teaching service. As far as we get to then we close. Job chapter 2 verse 10. But he said unto her, to his wife, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil in all this? Did not Job sin with his lips? Some of us sin with our lips against God. But if you know who God is, eh? you see, the Israelites were a bit more physically close to God. They fear God so much that they don't pronounce his name. Like um, Isaiah said, I am a man of unclean lips. Like our lips don't even qualify to see God. That's why the most carnal Christians are those who say, Oh my God. Oh my God! O M G! Oh my God! <laughs> you eat a hamburger and it's very nice. Oh my God! You are in a trucker and the driver stand on the brake. Oh my God! You uh, fail your exams. Oh my God! You 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 uh, what? You eat some uh, and it's very nice. Oh my God! It's a sign of how far you are from God. If you knew God. You mention his name so casually. Or don't you say, Jesus as like a joke. It's because you are far from him. The Bible says the angels they bow before him. The Bible says God dwells within light that no man can approach. You don't know. God. If you knew God, you fall on your face before him. You mention his name so casually. The Bible says that, and in all this, Job did not sin. See, and what you are going through that you call calamity is nowhere near what Job went through. Nowhere near. We should forgive God for what we think. We should forgive him for the the things we think he should do for that he has not done. Unfortunately for us, God is also not moved by our unforgiveness. It's not like when God sees that you are angry with him, that he quickly goes to do what he wants. It doesn't happen also. The Bible says that God is pleased with our faith, not our anger. Hallelujah. Second group you should forgive. Fathers. Mm. Mm. Fathers. And in this group, I will also add pastors. Fathers and pastors. I wanted to separate it, but let me just join them. Once again, Jesus also had to forgive his father. He said, My father, my father, if thou wilt, Matthew 26 39, thou can make this cup pass over me. Jesus didn't want to die. You see, it's difficult to imagine it, but when it came to the last minute, Jesus saw Pilate, the Roman soldiers, See, when the vision was fire, he was talking a lot. I'll be delivered into the hands of sinners. But now when the day came, the day of their march, he said, "Mm, Father, I don't want to die again. What is the use of your mind if it cannot change? Jesus went to pray to the father. Jesus had seen the father open the Red Sea for the Israelites to walk on dry land. Jesus had seen Elisha, not even a an angel, Elisha prayed, and axe head will float. Jesus has seen miracles they've done. So he told his father, my father, Charlie, let's come up with another plan. Let's change the strategy of salvation. This suffering will be too much. I'm sure Jesus told her, okay, so what if I go to hell and the Holy Spirit doesn't come? And Satan now has trapped me in hell. What will I do? The uncertainty. But he trusted his father, and it is in his father's power and ability to deliver him from death. And his father didn't seem to mind him. But Jesus had to forgive him. Today, he's King of kings and Lord of lords. And through his forgiveness, we have salvation. So that is why when Jesus sees us and we hold on to grudges, it's like when he even analyzes the grudge. It's nothing. One of our pastors, senior pastors, do you know why he left the church? I'll, I'll tell you. Bishop bought an air ticket for him, international long distance flight, Put him in luxury hotel on a trip. And as they were there, Bishop was preaching. In the ninth, they went somewhere to fellowship by a river. Yes, international river, not Koli Lagoon or any of these Odona or uh, I don't know, Pra River with Galamze. No, 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 no. International river that you can see your reflection in it. In the night with skyscrapers reflecting on the sea, on the river. And Bishop got angry with him. Do you know what the anger was about? Why have you not built a house with all the money that you have? Why have you not built a house? And Bishop was very angry. You should build a house for your family to stabilize your family. Not build a house for you. Why have you not built a house for yourself? The guy got angry. Bishop has rebuilt him in public. He left the church. I'm telling you the truth. You see, unforgiveness, eh? when it is analyzed, it doesn't make sense though. Like I tell you, another person who has left the church because his state was not paid for one month, three hundred and forty-eight You see, when it is analyzed, you see that your what you are angry about, it doesn't even make sense. That's why I said, okay, now bring it before the church so that there's an object. Like the church is not the jury. You see, it doesn't make sense. Why you talk about it, you see it doesn't make sense. He got angry and left the church. That bishop is encouraging him to build a house for himself and his family. That's, that, that's why he has left the church. <laughs> Antibia, that's true. You all know him. If I that you all know him. Well, you all don't know him, but those who have been in the church for a long time, they all know him. But Jesus had to forgive his father. Same thing. Peter. He too publicly, they called him Satan. His father and his pastor, eh, Pastor Jesus, or Pastor Jay. They used to call him Pastor Jay. Eh? PJ, PJ. Because <laughs> Jesus said there was, in, was into nicknames. You change your name right now, no. So they used to call him PJ. PJ called him Satan. But Peter had to forgive him. It is in that forgiveness that he became the head of the church the rock upon which the church was built look you know in our church when we are consecrating somebody to be a bishop one of the qualifications is have you ever been offended and you overcame your head it's one of the qualifications when you've never been offended before like you are not yet qualified like you are too innocent you don't know how life is recently i was training my children do you, do you know what i did to them I brought up some false accusation against them and I beat them. Then <laughs> hmm? the next morning, I called them for another meeting and, and they proved to me or uh, we discussed how I was wrong in beating them and I chose not to beat them again. But you see, after I told them that. It's important for you to know that in life, you may go through punishments that you don't deserve it's part of life it was training i was training them i beat them bah, don't move if you move your hand I'll, I'll increase it they were innocent i beat them and i told them don't cry if you cry yeah, i'll beat you again i was training them to learn that in life you may be innocent but you'll be treated like a guilty person but don't react wrongly yes or you will miss your blessing and um, um, some of us we didn't get this type of training that's why at the least provocation you know like we only expect somebody said that uh, to expect somebody to be good to you because you've been good to him is like saying that a lion should not eat you because you will not eat him <laughs> yeah it doesn't really make sense in life there's something the bible called enduring contradictions one day they were going to stone Jesus. Then he asked for which of my works do you stone me? Is it the healing of the sick that you want to kill me? Is it the raising of the dead? Is it the 5,000 I fed? But part of life is that you are innocent. But you are treated like a guilty person. But if you react wrongly, that is the end. There are times when I tell people that as you work in light Lighthouse, you should understand that whether you've done something good or bad it's not important though. But your reactions is what will either destroy you or bless you. You may do something good. Somebody does. not understand something bad will happen to you because of the good you have done. That is not important, though. But if you react wrongly, you are finished. Because you should understand that, understand that, understand that, understand that nobody has a bad mind for you to destroy you. That is the foundation you should have even as I'm, as I'm beating my children do I have a bad mind for them no but if they react wrongly that's where something bad will start from and some of us didn't have that training so you expect that because you will eat a lion the lion shouldn't eat you you are a child you are a child in this world there will be contradictions but you are commanded to follow. I think Jesus what wrong did he come to do after all he prayed to him. They father. His father didn't mind him. But he had to forgive him. Before he otherwise, he would have left him in hell. Be a, he you see stars? Yes. <laughs> you should learn to forgive your pastor. Jesus rebuked Peter publicly. Jesus had... Peter had to forgive him. If Peter was going to survive. <laughs> yes. Your father. Your father didn't pay us. You see friday i went to visit my great-grandmother and i asked her about my father god she was like my father's favorite son and whatever it is. out then you know at a point she began to talk to me that one day when we were little children she was in the uk and my father came there but we never had a good relationship with our father for um 35 years 35 years yours is 18 you want to die <laughs> <laughs> two, two years. Yeah. You did. Your father, you've been charged with day for two years. I didn't pay your school fees. You are going mad. Mine, 35. Non-stop continuous. But you know, when I asked her, then she said one day she was in the UK and my father came there. I don't remember this, but she was telling me that as they went shopping, my father was only buying things for his children. Then she said she asked him, so where you go to Ghana, why don't you want your children to know that you love them? <laughs> and I am part of the children she's talking about. Why don't you want your children to... She said, this, this is your brother's son. You're not buying him anything. This is me, your mother. You're not buying me anything. All that you are buying for your children. Max to and Where you go, why don't you also want them to see that you love them? Then she said, my father told her, that I don't have to say it in English. How do you say it in English? Their head will sweeten. That's that's not good English. I want their correct English, whatever. You see, but it is like she was trying to say that your father really, really, really loved you, even though he didn't show it, or whatever the reason it's none of my business. But it's that she was trying your father really you see, and recently, eh I was thinking I said ah what did my father ever do that shows that he didn't like us so I began to think I said there's never been a day in my life where it's like our school fee like they bought our name school fees not paid or late payments or there's no even 1983 famine we were giving out food to friends we've never been I mean, my father called, so what he said then I saw that he didn't chat with us but chatting with somebody, what importance is it? I mean, it's nice, it's better, it's good, it's a one father. But if there are thousand things he has done, and one thing he has not done, how do you focus on the one thing he didn't do, and forget the 999 things he did? Whoever writes an exam and fails because he got 999 over 1000. But once again, oh. You know, in our emotionally charged lives, we leave the, the 999 and focus on the one negative thing. That's why we are not able to forgive quickly because the one thing that rubbed us in the wrong way becomes bigger. It's more bloated. We inflate it. So then we focus on the unforgive the, the, the act that makes us feel because unforgiveness is a feeling it's a spirit it's a feeling it's a thought it has nothing to do with common if was common sense you always work in forgiveness if you only use common sense I, ah, this person did this for me 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 it's like, what what really has he done against me when my mother when my father died and my brother's came, my big brother said one day he was asleep at home then he woke up in the night and he began to talk to himself. I now understand. I now understand. I now understand. Yeah, you will understand one day how foolish you have been by walking in unforgiving about something that there's nothing to be unforgiving about. Your pastor, how can your pastor not offend you? How can it happen? Bishop said one day, he went to ask his father for land. And his father only told him, I have other children. That was the answer. (laughs) I have other children. (laughs) Yes! That's all. (laughs) Yeah! You see, as you grow up, eh, you will learn that it's not only you. you And there are times when the Bible says that when the prince is rebuked, it's a chance for the servants to learn so when you mature you you know that sometimes the rebuke coming your way eh? is not for you it's for the other people who maybe are not so close are a bit more proud cannot be spoken to so you are using like a case study to teach other people and you rather be grateful that the pastor feels that he's so comfortable with you that he can use your bad example to teach other people that he's not so comfortable with. Yes. Bishop said one day he was at a camp in Canada and he was talking to some of the pastors about communication. And one group of pastors were very happy and very, you know, speaking very confidently. That oh, They, every time they text Bishop, he replies immediately and, you know, they get very immediate replies and whatever. And another group will say that, Charlie, we, he doesn't reply our, <laughs> our messages. So, or if he replies, sir, one of them get wow! And like the pastors will get a lot of reply, so like, we are very close to him. And you know, see, the bishop said he was just quiet, just watching them discuss. Him. And like, then he just said that, you know, the people I'm not so close to. Those are the ones I reply them a lot. So that's like, we can create a relationship. That the ones I'm very close we talk all the time. There's not much to say, I have other important things to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if I ask for this guy that I already have a good relationship with them, so they will, by all means, text, will, by all means, chat, will, by all means, relate. The ones I'm not close to is that if I don't reply, then I say, they are offended or this or this. So, rather, what is your blessing? You think it is your case. And what is your case? You think it is your blessing. Yes. I think of myself the way I am. If my father was the way I wanted him to be, how? by now i'm asleep at home with a girl i'm not married to by my side but my father when i was in class four i went to chase a lebanese girl (laughs) i'll never forget fair girl hey beautiful and my father caught me the beating they beat me he beat the love of fair girls from my heart he beat me for 14 days continuously with with a timetable. They were beating me with a time, like every day in the morning, four, in the evening, four, for 14 years. That's why I mean, when Bishop is saying, like, you see a fair girl, fair girl, they don't attract me at all. And I suspect, I suspect that it's from that class for beating. Yes, they say, like, some fair when you see a fair I, I, I think of fair girls as punishment and very <laughs> negative <laughs> things come to my mind. But I suspect that it is from that class 4 beating. Yes, but I don't know why I don't like fair girls. So, one day I thought, I said, I maybe it's from that beating in class 4. Then, another time, I went to do azar and swear some money. Yes, Jesus. It was Christmas and my mother sent me to go and give Christmas cake to a family friend. We were three boys though when they said who will go, I volunteered and I went. When I went, the man, uh, Mr. Akka, I'll never forget him as long as I did. He was a betrayer. That man. Friend, he was a Judas. He was a Judas. That man. That's why he died a long time ago. All Judas is that. When, when, when I went to give the Christmas cake, he gave me one thousand CDs. Not today's thousand, I mean those days. That, oh, this is for you and your brothers there are three how do you divide thousand among three so as i was walking home maybe a 15 minute walk i was calculating what i'll do should i give all to my mother Like declare the whole coffers, or should i say he gave us 900 so that's 300 300 300 then i'll get 400 After all, i'm the one who went i'm from the one who went then I said, nine, 900 is not a round figure. There's nobody who gives 900 CDs. So I settled on 600. 200, 200, 200. That's better. Then I pocketed the, the remaining 400. That was 31st December. For some reason. All that I heard in the afternoon was that Mr. Aka and his wife are taking my father and my mother for dinner. I said, Jesus. But by that time, I've already declared the uh, income for the day. (laughs) Charlie, now, I cannot go back and say that. um, I've suddenly remembered that. So, they went for the dinner. (sighs) By heart. When my parents came home, then my mother just came to me and said, how much money? (laughs) How much? It was a question. She just asked me, how much money? Did Mr. Aka give you? You see, some questions and eh, when they ask you, you should know that. It's not, they're not asking you to find out. It's actually a statement. So, I said thousand cities. Then my mother just said, your father will talk to you about it. <laughs> then my father came to me later on and said, in Gan, I want, I can say it in English, but let me say it in Ghana and I'll translate it. What <laughs> That means tomorrow morning. And if my father is very kind, I don't beat the child in the night. I have to learn that because my children I usually beat, beat beat them in the night. But I think I have to change that thing. She just said, "What? Will he be? Of course, I think it's better to beat in the night because then the child can not sleep. But if they say in the morning, I'll beat you, you can't sleep. Only nightmares minutes of beating that has not happened. In the morning, the four hundred I pocketed, eh?" My father just told me that I should draw up a timetable for 400 lashes. Oh, yes. That I should see how the 400 will be administered. Oh, yes. So, I came up with five in the morning, five in the evening for a number of days. So, in the morning, when my father is ready to go to bed, then I would take the cane, go and give it to him, and then stand there. Hey! They be talking but you see, I realized that my father beat stealing out of my heart. I was maybe around class four again, around that same age. You see, so the truth is, when I see people who are going to steal, I like let's say a government minister has told one million dollars. I say, look, me, eh? there are 400 CDs I stole. The problem that came, I cannot imagine how one million you take it. It's true. You see, but some of us, see, but some of us say, when you father that beat you, you are angry. Not knowing that what you are angry about is actually what is saving you. Because you can steal and then go to jail. What is for your salvation is what you hate. What was supposed to build, bring you a building, nice building, you are angry with it. What is meant to prevent you from following a strange woman, getting HIV and dying you have rebelled against it. Unforgiveness is serious. What we are rebuked about? The Bible says, the wise man shall hear an increase in, in learning. One day I was talking to Pastor Samuel. We went to see, I was with Bishop at the Archwater Golf Club. And we saw that build a new building with a certain type of nice roof. So I called Pastor Samuel and said, Charlie, I've seen some nice roof. Someone said it's very good. The cost is lower. This, that, 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 that. So when I saw it, I told Bishop that, oh, this, that Bishop said, no, it's a very bad design. Your house will flood So this would this so this would this. Then I kept to talk to Pastor Samuel that, that design is so good. I thought someone said, No, 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 no. I know a way we can build it, it will be very good. If you do this I thought, told, I thought told, I thought told Pastor Samuel that you, where, where, when did you come out of school? how many buildings have you built? The person who has built hundreds of buildings is saying that this thing is not good. You are trying to show me how to manage the advice and do it. see, but that was not um, the point. I told him that. Maybe you are right and Bishop is wrong in this case. But, I can never make you right and Bishop wrong that even if bishop is wrong in this case here eh, it's better for me to follow his wrongness so that i can continue to get other right advice from him because even if he's wrong and i follow you eh, and i reject this current present advice he like, said oh now you are wiser than me that you also know other things so you to follow your own path and then that advice that i may have gotten from him i won't get it from him again so I told him, I will prefer, it's better for me that Bishop is wrong and I follow him. After all, whether the roof is cheaper or more expensive, it rain for it, won't touch me. Which, which is the purpose of roof? Why should I set the advice aside? But some of us, like someone your friend is said, uh, King Solomon's son, very We follow the advice of our friends and our contemporaries and our colleagues rather than the advice of our fathers because we are offended by them. Jesus could forgive his father. Last point for today. John the Baptist could not forgive his pastor and the Messiah. They cut off his head. I'll show you. Hmm. Are you happy he came to church? Are you being blessed by the message? So number one, forgive God for all the things, you, uh, for all the promises in the Bible that have not happened to you. <laughs> Some of you, when you pray, you intentionally add in the name of Jesus, because he says, whatsoever you add in my name, he will do it. You mention Jesus. Ah, even guy Jesus Christ, you have added him to the prayer. He doesn't mind you. Matthew 11, chapter 3, verse 5. Matthew 11, 3. So the unforgiveness is the greatest problem you have. Matthew 11, 3, quickly. At that time, Jesus. mm, ah, And he said unto him, Are thou he that should come? This is John the Baptist. So, John the Baptist is in prison, John the Baptist is sick the pastor had been teaching on pvci prayer visitation counseling interaction the pastor has said that his job is to visit those in the hospital those who are sick those who are in prison those are even jesus himself is the one who said i was in prison didn't visit me now john about it is in prison he has not visited him plus john about it is his cousin. And he's in prison. Even Peter who's not his cousin, when he was in prison, they sent an angel to go and release him. But John the Baptist is in prison. Jesus has not gone. He's walking around town doing miracles. Remember that? Is he, John the Baptist, who pointed to Jesus and said, this is the Messiah. Now, as Jesus was not visiting him in prison, John the Baptist now is so offended, walking in unforgiving, that he sends a message to Jesus. Are you the Messiah? Or is there another we should be looking for? Very sarcastic question. Are you a man of God? Or, because, I mean, did I make a mistake. Verse 4. Jesus answered and said unto the messenger, John the Baptist said, Go and show John those things which you are seeing and hearing. Verse 5. How that the blind receive their sight the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf here, and the dead are raised up, the poor of the gospel. Six, the poor of the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whoever so shall not be offended in me. Seven. And as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John. as Jesus blessed the people, they began to praise John. Immediately after that, King Herod is doing a party they go and cut off John the Baptist. Be careful of offense. It can lead to your death. Be careful of offense. And of course, you no, know, I'll share this testimony with you as we close. There was a pastor's wife whose husband had been accused terribly in the town and she couldn't forgive. The pastor could forget but his wife could not forgive. She was so bitter about those who had criticized and accused her husband she felt sick with paralysis and blindness and couldn't speak she was in a wheelchair her husband was going to preach she was in a like they put their wheelchair to their plane for her to go and say goodbye to her husband as he traveled when um he was away the holy spirit began to minister to her to forgive the people who had criticized her husband she couldn't speak But she told her caretaker, call Pastor Sosua and so for me, muttering under her breath. She couldn't speak clearly. When the pastor would pick up the phone, she said, look, the pastor said her words could not be heard. But in the spirit, her words were received by God. Because she herself was later on saying what she said. she, she, She called each pastor and forgave them call each pastor and forgive them. They couldn't even hear what she was saying but as she obeyed the Holy Spirit that was forgiven the pastor said to his shock, his wife he left in the wheelchair couldn't speak, almost blind. When he returned two weeks later was standing at the stairs of the plane to receive him back. No prayer for healing, not the only forgiveness. Be careful that you are not being destroyed by unforgiveness oh bitterness you are never happy always sad always quarreling always reactive not a pleasant person because you are always guarded and somebody is trying to destroy you you cannot laugh you cannot be cheerful when your pictures are sent to me on a Sunday I cannot choose your face to show on Facebook (laughs) recently I was trying to find some beloveds for people so Bishop Adi told me send me their pictures very easy I just went to my chat with Steve because that's where I select the pictures from. They began to select, 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 select. There were two of them. I preferred one to the other, but uh, two of them. And I saw that the one I preferred, I had more pictures of the person smiling and cheerful. Oh, yes. You see, and then that's when I even saw that unconsciously, is like the more pleasant a person, the more the person is chosen. Yes. I, I said, the one I told Bishop Adi, I prefer this one. Like, if I had to choose for myself, I'll choose this one. There were more pictures of the person. Yes. So I said, yeah, you see, every time you die, you feel like you're funny macho, it's like, yeah, 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 Some king come, be, nobody. Uh, you are hurting yourself. You are hurting yourself. Forget. Finally, fathers, I've done two. God had to introduce it. So next week, Saturday will do brothers, sons, disciples, your wife. Yes, yes, yes. Your friends and your relatives, and then the staff who work for you. All of them from the Bible. Absalom, 2nd Samuel chapter 13. 2nd Samuel chapter 13, verse 21. Second Samuel chapter. 13. Absalom couldn't forgive his father. 2nd Samuel chapter 13, verse 21. Amnon has raped Tamar. Tamar is Absalom's sister. Leviticus, the Bible says that whosoever shall uncover the nakedness of a sister should be put to death and his blood shall rest upon him. And then the Bible also says in Leviticus that whosoever shall force a woman to lie with her shall marry her that her shame may be put away. So, two things. David should have killed Absalom. Sorry, Amnon. Or, made Amnon marry Tamar. But, when the issue was reported to David, he didn't do the right thing. The Bible says that, why have you changed it? Why have you changed it? Go back to to 21. But when David heard all these things, he was very angry. But the correct behavior is not to be angry but to pass judgment. But let me ask you, which of us can kill our son? If you had a son and he had even gone to kill somebody, will you kill him? Yes. So the law is there, but <laughs> practically, practically So David couldn't kill his son. Like you wouldn't kill your son. Yes. 22. Verse 22. Absalom spake unto his brother Amnon, neither good nor evil, because Am- Absalom hated Amnon because he had raped his sister Tamar. Those who have been raping girls. By the time they you've been killed. Oh, yes. You know? <laughs> you see, let me tell you something here. Eh? There are some things you do. You can never get away from them. There are some things you do. You can never get away from it. It's not as simple as the girl just cried and got up and is angry with you. One day you have daughters. Yes. Bible says, as long as I live, what you sow, you will repeat. Oh, yes. What you sow, you will repeat. You will repeat. Bible says, the fathers have eaten sour grapes. Their children's teeth are set on edge when i was watching a documentary he said Adolf hitler the name hitler the family came or the family came together and said they've taken a decision that the name hitler is an evil name so they want the name to end in their world so a certain generation took a decision that they will not have children again when they die the hitler generation has come to an end because of the evil of their forefather yes there's somebody's daughter She loved you. She trusted you. She thought you were her friend. She's come to visit you with her whole heart like she's come to visit somebody who really likes her. But you just raped her and she was begging you, don't do this. I'm a virgin. Stop it. I don't like that. But but you are stronger than her. Oh! Pray for your daughters. That will be born to you. Pray for Because you see, the person also has parents who love her. She also had thoughts of getting married as a virgin. By you, dear, that you view your It's not like that. Two years, the Bible says, for Absalom hated... Anyway, after two years, Absalom killed, whatever, um, Amnon. But that's not the point, too. The Bible says, when, listen, when Absalom killed Amnon, then Absalom fled. You would have thought that since he was sort of right, that David didn't do the wrong thing, he would be sort of like, yes, like he had avenged the blood. But he fled from. He, see, Absalom became a murderer, like the murderer we know. All Absalom's problems came because he couldn't forgive. He became a murderer. Somebody who not even wanted to kill his father. All the people who were killed in that war between the armies of David. And the followers of Absalom, every single death was from Absalom's unforgiveness. The ten wives of his father, he slept with, were from his unforgiveness. His death, being his heart being thrust through with that, was from his, his own unforgiveness, led to his murder. So be careful, as you are here and you think you have a just cause to be unforgiven. You are right. You've been offended. But you are the one who paid the price. Not even the person who offended you. Be careful. That's why I'm preaching this message because we are in Easter. The purpose for Jesus' death and resurrection was to cleanse us from all our sins to forgive us. Our Jesus has forgiven us. You to forgive. And you know, if you are also a girl who has been raped there, eh, forgive her. Oh also forgive the person who raped you lest you become a lesbian which is a greater evil or an extremely promiscuous girl which is also another evil because these are the two uh, results of of unforgiveness in women I met a girl I've never seen some before she told me that I've slept with prophets, priests, and pastors yes because I was, I had gone to preach somewhere and I was in my hotel with the pastors. I'd never seen a vobab. So as she entered the room, she came to sit on the arm of my chair. And everybody seemed afraid of this girl. They, I mean, they couldn't rebuke her or tell her that you cannot sit. I mean, they were all afraid of her. They froze. And she talks a lot. <laughs> so as she was sitting there, she'd be making comments. And she's she also a pastor. But it was like a hotel room with. A bedroom and a hall. So at the point, she said she wanted to see me. So I told the pastor that, okay, let me just talk to her and then come back to you. So I took her into my bedroom. I like the room. I mean, I was sitting by the door. So we just entered the room. But what happened was when we entered the room, to because of what she wanted to discuss with me. I said, So let me close the door. As soon as I closed the door, the, the violence with which she opened the door again i said why what is wrong with you yeah but it was a reflex reaction then she, she burst out crying ee! about the priest who was her godfather when she was born the one who named it how he raped her and took her virginity and for that she told me that i've slept with every category of people in this world single men and single women married men and married women with Muslims and Christians with oh everybody she's the one who told me that if you say I want to sleep with you I'll sleep with you today if you say I love you I will never sleep with you till I die because you take me to be a fool I know you don't love me You see I could see that the unforgiveness had eaten her she had become something almost Non human, because she couldn't forgive. She had turned into something. Even to the extent that in her latter years, a few years ago, she developed an autoimmune disease. Oh, yes. She couldn't stand. She couldn't do anything. Intelligent first class to them, I mean, the top. But she couldn't forgive. It destroyed her. She could have a normal relationship. Always in fear of men because of unforgiveness. It's serious. It's serious. And and the priest who raped there, he went on to marry Samuel easy. And so he has forgiven himself. Be careful, you who cannot forgive, it will be worse for you than the person who has been able to, who even did you the wrong. I'm calling you to become like Jesus who forgave those who killed him. On the cross he shouted, Father, forgive them! They don't know what they do. If they knew what they were doing, they would not do it. Because they don't know, forgive them. Because they don't know. Your husband has not treated you. It's because he doesn't know the effect of what he's doing. Your wife has not It's because you, see, you cannot forgive your wife. You turn into an adulterer. All adultery is based on bad reaction to wives. Yes. You think of sex. Don't look at me like you don't know what sex is. eh? I, I don't like the look you are giving me. You think of sex. Why will an honorable man do that with somebody he's not married to? Think of the force and the pressure and what must make him do it. And if you want to have sex with many women, why get married? Nobody gets married with a mind commit. But the, 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 when you look at what your wife has done, how she behaves, you get so angry. Oh, there was a pastor. He was so angry with his wife. He said, I will commit adultery as revenge. He didn't know how to, he has never, he has never known any other woman apart from his wife. So he told his PA, Go and find me a prostitute. His PA was shocked. But he go and find me. So he himself said, The first day they brought the prostitute to the hotel room, he became afraid. He couldn't do it. He became He's not like that. So he couldn't see with, with, with the prostitute. He said, Bring her back the next day. I'll do it. The next day, when they came, journalists had put cameras in their room. His ministry over. Oh, yes. Out of what? Revenge and forgiveness. He lost everything. <laughs> Don't destroy yourself through unforgiveness. Let's stand to our feet. He said, forgive. Mark eleven twenty-five. Forgive that your father which is in heaven might also forgive you your trespasses. Bible says, he that has judged without mercy shall himself also be judged without mercy. Bible says, he that has shown mercy shall himself be shown mercy. Pray for yourself that you would have a forgiving spirit. Let it go. Whatever it is, let it go. For your own sake, Let it go. For your own sake. That you might become a nicer person spiritually, physically. Let it go. Let it go. Release your offender. That God might also release you. Everything you are thinking, you are right. But it is not worth your life. Let it go. Your pastor behaved wrongly. Peter also had to forgive the way Jesus spoke to him and everything. He he had to for his own sake, not for Jesus' sake. You are watching me on Facebook. Those watching me on Facebook, there's somebody watching me on Facebook. As you are watching me, you are weeping. Because you can see that your life has been twisted through unforgiveness. Let it go. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you you and continue to minister to you. Even as you watch by Facebook. Let it go. Lest you end up with a sickness, some disease, you end up in poverty, some problem. Let it go. It's not worth your life. (sighs) Put your hands on your heart and pray for yourself for a spirit of forgiveness. Maybe it is your father he didn't look after you. Forgive him. Maybe somebody promised to marry you and he slept with you and said, I'll marry you, I'll marry you. And after that, he damned you. Forgive. Maybe it is your uncle. When your father died, he was supposed to take care of you and your siblings and pay your school fees and really help you and he has abandoned you. Forgive him. Forgive him. Maybe it is meant so that all your hope and your trust and your faith will be in God alone. Forgive him. Maybe it is somebody who insulted you and cursed you. Forgive him. Maybe somebody duped you in your business. Lied to you, swindled you, took your money. Forgive. Forgive that you may be able to trust again and move on. Forgive. Maybe it is a teacher in your school who cursed you and who always marks you down and you are working in so much bitterness. Forgive. Forgiveness is your command. Forgive. For if you do not forgive, neither will your heavenly father forgive you your trespasses also. Maybe it's your pastor. Maybe your pastor let you down. Maybe your pastor didn't come and visit you. Maybe the way your pastor spoke to you or your pastor met you in town and didn't acknowledge you didn't greet you passed by you maybe your brother promised to come and visit you he didn't come you waited for him you cooked for him when you saw him he had even forgotten and you feel rejected you feel unloved you feel abandoned forgive forgive him thank you jesus With every head bowed and with every eye closed, maybe somebody invited you to church. But this morning, you want to pray and say, Father, please forgive me for all my sins. I am a sinner. And write my name in your book of life so that when I die, I'll go to heaven. You want to be born again this morning or you want to rededicate your life. I want to pray a simple prayer with you. If you are here like that, somebody invited you. I want you to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you and then we will close and go home. I want to rededicate your life, just lift up your right hand, also. The men, the women, everybody just lift up. you want to rededicate your life to God. Say that, God, I want to come back to you. Lift up your right hand. I've gone away from you. I want to come back. I want to show you I love you. Lift up your right hand. I want to rededicate your life to God if you've lifted up your hand, please do one more thing. Please walk to me in front here. Yes, and we'll pray once. Um, come, if you lift it up, your hand. My, my sister, come. Help them, help them. God bless you. He said, today the day of salvation. Tomorrow, baby, sit. Maybe you are here and you can sense that you are also working in unforgiveness because of what somebody did to you I want you to join us in front here we pray once and close you can say that maybe you have something against your father or your mother or some of your boss in their office and it weighs down on you and and, and, and we are weighed down and you can, can say that it has affected you and it affects you I want you to join us in front we pray once that you may be free that you may be free I
0: that you may be free.
1: it's a better. it's a oh, better. yes if you're the congregation we'll be praying soon i want to give you a few more moments to walk and join us in front before we pray I'll give you a few more moments let the Holy Spirit minister to your heart it is well it is well. Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters. As we stand before you, surrendered to your presence and to the ministering of your spirit. We thank you for your healing power that is able to heal us. And we thank you for the balm of Gilead that had the power to soothe our pain and to rub over the heads, the disappointments, the heartbreaks of life. I want you to say this prayer after me and I want the rest of the congregation to join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. this morning, this morning I, come I come to you just as I am. please forgive me me for all my sins sins. I confess confess that I am a sinner I I also accept that I have offended people also also. so this morning morning, I come before your throne throne. asking for your forgiveness for For all my sins sins. And and to cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. Wash me. Wash me. That I may be clean. clean. Cleanse me.
0: Cleanse me.
1: That I may be white as snow. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Please write my name in your book of life. So that when I die, when
0: I die,
1: I will come to heaven. I come to heaven. Say, Holy Spirit.
0: Spirit.
1: Please come and live in me. Come and live in me. And help me, me strengthen me me to live the life of a Christian Christian. all the days of my life. life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus. I pray with thanksgiving.
0: thanksgiving.
1: Amen. Amen. God bless you.